Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to today's devotional. We've been in a series called Families of Faith where we have been talking about all these different family dynamics in the Bible. And today, we get to talk about Jesus and his family dynamic. You know, at this point in their story and his family, King Herod, Jesus has been born, and King Herod has just found out that the Messiah, the prophesied Savior of the world, has been born in Bethlehem, and he's threatened. And he is not happy So he wants to have Jesus killed. And that's where we pick up in Matthew chapter 2, verses 13 through 15. It says, After the wise men were gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, flee to Egypt with the child and his mother, the angel said. Stay there until I tell you to return, because Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. That night, Joseph left for Egypt with the child and Mary, his mother, and they stayed there until Herod's death. This fulfilled what the Lord had spoken through the prophet. I called my son out of Egypt. So as you heard in this part of the story, an angel has appeared to Joseph and he's telling him to flee. He's warning him about King Herod in in order to protect his family. How many of you have ever noticed that God will often direct us in this way? Maybe not through an angel or an audible voice necessarily or, or even a burning bush, but God does direct us in many different ways. And it's in regard to all areas of our lives. He'll open doors, he'll close doors, He'll whisper, maybe through scripture or through a person, someone in our life. He'll nudge us. He'll give us peace or he'll he'll give us no peace. Or sometimes he speaks to us. But I want to take time and cover some, some commands that we see in this scripture that God had given to Joseph during this time. Flee, stay, and return. So let's talk about flee. You know, here Joseph and Mary are, two ordinary people who have been called by God to do something extraordinary. That They had been given this enormous responsibility to be the parents of the Son of God. You know, I'm sure their expectations of what this job would entail did not include, right off the bat, running from an angry king and hiding in Egypt. But have you ever been there when God calls you to something, or maybe he blesses you or gives you a promise, and then it doesn't look the way that you expected it to look? Maybe it's something that that you thought would be one way, and it's a totally different situation. But the angel of the Lord appears appears to Joseph and, and tells him to flee and to go to Egypt. I love that Joseph and Mary were just sold out to this. They were committed to their family, and they were committed to the mission that God had for them. They were serious. They took this seriously. And you know what? They didn't wait. They didn't wait to answer the call that God had given them. And this made me wonder, am I like this? When God tells me to do something, do I respond quickly? Um, Or do I kind of question and, you know, cause God to repeat himself over and over? I think that tends to be what I do. Where are all my parents at? How many times do you tell your child to do something? Sometimes I feel like I put God through that a lot. But it's important to know 
that God's instructions and his warnings are for our benefit. They're for our protection. We can rest assured that when God tells us to do something, it's because he has our best interest in mind. You know, once they arrived in Egypt, their next instruction came, and that was to stay. You know, they were first instructed to move, and now here they are, and they're instructed to stay still. Those are two opposite seasons of life. Have you been in this season before, in a still season, maybe a waiting season? I feel like we've all been there at some point or another. You know, staying still and waiting for something can often be painful, especially if we don't know how long we're going to wait for. You know, commentators believe that they were hiding in, G- in Egypt somewhere between six months and three years. I'm sure they felt stuck, tired, bored, confused. And let's not forget that they are first-time parents. I mean, I'm a first-time parent right now, and I can't imagine being in the season that I'm in right now and then adding running to another city and fleeing for my life in order to protect my child. But, you know, those in-between seasons, they can be so challenging. You know, we can be so ready to move on to the next thing, but God has a way of doing significant things in these waiting seasons. You know, here in this story, he's protecting this family from King Herod. You know, if they if they had just decided, well, you know, I don't want to listen to God, their lives would be in jeopardy. They would be in danger. Now, we may not be running for our lives or in seasons of extreme hiding, but God does this in our lives to protect us from things in different ways, or he'll often use these seasons to build our character or develop us. I mean, have you noticed that staying can often require more faith than going? This brings up an important question that I feel like we should ask ourselves in order to take inventory. Am I obedient to stay even when I'm ready to move forward? I mean, that's hard, isn't it? But the good news in this story is that every season eventually, every waiting season eventually comes to an end. See, the story picks up, King Herod dies, and Joseph receives a dream that's safe to return home. And so I want to talk about their return for a second. It's so amazing how this story just shows God, like, guiding them at every step. You know, he tells them to flee, then he tells them to stay, and then he tells them to return. Isn't that refreshing to know that God cares about every step of our our life and every step of our story, and he's ready and willing to tell us what to do and where to go? But I think the biggest takeaway, even more than that, is Joseph and Mary's obedience. You know, they had that whatever-it-takes attitude. They moved when God said move, they stayed when he stayed, and they returned when he said to return. You know, as Christians, we should strive to be the same way. No matter what circumstances come our way, we should be fully committed, sold out to doing exactly what God is asking us to do, knowing that he has your best interest in mind. And no matter what season, whether it's a season on the move, if that's what season you're in right now, or maybe you're in a waiting season or a staying season, you can be assured God has a plan, he has a purpose, and no season is wasted. Now, let me encourage you, waiting seasons are not forever. So if that's you, just know you're not stuck 
Waiting seasons are not forever. God may be using this season to prepare you for what's next. And number two, God cares more about your obedience than your performance. If you'll make a commitment today to be obedient to the things that God asks of you, no matter what it is, I promise you, God promises to protect you and to direct you for the rest of your life. Let's pray. God, we just thank you for this story as it just illustrates how your voice, God, how it just speaks to us and it guides us and directs us. God, I just thank you for um, the example of Joseph and Mary, God, to be obedient to the things that you ask of us. And God, I pray that you would just... um, Burn that in our hearts that we would be uh, more obedient, God, in the things that you ask. God, that we wouldn't wait around, God, and question, God. But when you say move, God, that we would move. When you say stay, God, we would stay. And, Father, I just pray for hope today for those that are, God, that are feeling stuck in a waiting season. God, every waiting season ends, and you are faithful to fulfill your promises. We're grateful, grateful, grateful. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals, and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit HealingPlaceChurch.org.